Tottenham, stick it in the goal Come on Tottenham, the pace are bloody slow You are the first team, the last team my dreams have ever seen Put on that lily white and run on to that green White Hart Lane has seen its pain, it's had its loads of nights We fought our team through thick and thin and all those glory nights And when the game is done we'll sing a song and talk it out all night Hey, Come on Tottenham, stick it in the goal Come on Tottenham, don't be so bloody slow You are the first team, the last team Hi, it's episode 5, season 5 of the Tottenham Hotspur Family Podcast My name's Jav, joining me this week Zoe Pearson from Watford Hi Jeff. And David Fornell from Sussex. Hi. Right, so it's been a fantastic week. Um, a week ago today, David, you and I were in Manchester. Um, Spurs beating United 3-0. Um, we had the Champions League draw on Thursday, which, which we're going to talk about. And then what a result at the weekend. 2-1 to South Korea. Fantastic result. <laughs> should, should, should we begin by discussing that? <laughs> Can we, please? <laughs> I think there was there was, there was something else. It'll come to me. Um, but yeah, um, South Korea. So South Korea on Saturday, winning the Asian Games. Um, obviously good for good for Sun because he he's um, a bit like Hugo Lloris. He's, he's won a trophy. He's going to hopefully exude that confidence in the dressing room um, and hopefully that will stand us in good stead for the rest of the season. But also it means that crucially he won't have to do his military service at all. Ever. Is, that, is that it? Is, is that how it works? Is he completely exempt? Absolutely. Yep, Believe he's exempt. So. Yeah. Believe yep, so. He's exempt. Yep, absolutely. Yep, and it's a great move by Spurs to say, yeah, please go, go ahead, go and play it, enjoy yourself, and come back with a winner's medal, please. So I think we'll get a, an awful lot of um, uh, credit, or Spurs will get a little credit for for that um, from, from him. You know, he's, he's going to be very loyal to us from here on in. He's a loyal guy anyway, but... Um, so I, it was a it was a win win that one. They were Absolutely. at the um at the Watford game yesterday. Oh, that's that's it. That was Watford. We were we, we, we had to talk about the Watford game yesterday. Um, they were Spurs fans were singing. Um, he's coming home. He's coming home. Sonny's coming home. Um, which which was which was nice. Um, but yeah, that's certainly something to look forward to. Um, so talking of Watford, um, which I don't really want to. Um, talk about the match, but we're going to have to. Um, it's just so Spursy, surely, that we go and beat United three 0 put in a good, good performance, and then let it slip against a team who, on paper, we should have, we, we should beat. Really, should we beat them on paper? I don't know. I mean, they they were unbeaten themselves, um, and I think we're not doing them enough um, a service. Really, I, I thought they came along with a good game plan. Um, first half they were tentative they were feeling us out and then second half they sort of waited for those free kicks uh, and then did us on those there wasn't a great deal in it and, and the strange thing is it's like it bugs me really the United game I don't remember many people speaking about the first half how we could have been too easily two down and could have lost the game if they'd been two up United at half time um, I think they'd have gone on and, and, and they would have, well, I've no doubt, they would have stymied the game, uh, stuffed us up and, and, and come away. Instead, we're all coming away thinking how wonderful we are. And it's small margins. And here we come to the Watford game. Um, and Pochettino quite rightly said, you know, do not 
go around still patting yourselves on the back before we even start the Watford game because mm. this this game is it, it's, it's full of pitfalls and of course we we fell into them if you like um yeah i mean i'm i'm, I'm as frustrated as anybody else that we lost there's no two ways about it you know we're all looking to kick the cat straight afterwards but 24 hours later i'm fairly philosophical about it we're not going to go the whole season without losing a game and frankly i'd rather lose to Watford than i would have done away at old trafford i know some people say well that's a waste of result it's not a waste of result um it it, it's it is what it is you know we, we won 3-0 it's a wonderful it's probably the best result at Old Trafford in my lifetime I don't think it's been a, a, a one that we've had a three goal difference on it um, Watford well who knows I mean it's going to be interesting because Manchester United's next game is at Watford in two weeks time hmm. so we'll see we'll see how they do as good as it was to win um, at Old Trafford on, on Monday night and, and I fully agree with you if, if I'd rather lose to Watford than than United because it's it's you know it's, it's a six pointer. It's not just that. If they'd won, it it might have changed the complexion of their season. It might have given them that bit of confidence that perhaps they're lacking early on. Um, but I would have rather we had drawn the game against United and won yesterday than than to to lose um, to lose yesterday and 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 win on, on Monday as good as a win it was. If I had to forfeit and and go for a draw, if, if life was like that, I would I would happily take a draw and and the full three points yesterday. But that's things don't work out that way. Um, before I bring bring you into it, Zoe, question actually for both of you. Um, I was at game yesterday and I didn't think we were that bad. I don't think we were great. But I think we were at one nil. I think we were okay. I think first half it was fairly even, Stephen. I think at one nil we were fine. I, I seem to recall we had a, a, another chance, um, possibly after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, um, and then you know, all credit to, to to Watford. They, I think we should have done. We'll talk about the goals in, in a minute. But I, I think they should have. We, we should have done better defending those. But um, Watford had a game plan, and and they fully deserved the, the victory. And, and and we often forget that, um, you know, that there's um, there's another team that we're playing, and and it's not all about all about us. Um, but reading it on social media when I came home. Um, Fans said, you know, this was really poor. We weren't. This was a really, really poor performance, and I, I didn't see it like that. But then I, I didn't really have a great vantage point, for example, for for, for both the goals, um, and and even things like I'd read that Dembele had had been a little bit wayward with his passing and and, and whatnot, and um, it, I, that perhaps wasn't so apparent to me watching it at the match, you know, with with a sort of very low vantage point. I think it was more of a more of a toothless performance that I think annoyed people. I think um I think the initial um team confused quite a few people. Um I know we were going for three at the back, but to have Moussa Dembele as sort of the acting defensive midfielder, if you like, I think people were a bit confused by that to begin with. Um and it, uh, the way I looked at it was that I was comparing it to like a boxing match and Tottenham were having every single round, you know, sparring and, 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 and sort of, um, but, but in, in the end, Watford was 
was the one that ended up with the with the knockout punch and that's what and what frustrated me and it, what frustrated other people I think and you know we ha- we had this big long conversation last week about being clinical and taking your chances when when they come and and Watford were exactly that we, they Watford did to us what we did to Man United last week mm. Mm. I think that's a yeah I think that's a fair comment that last one particularly uh, yeah uh, uh, last week I thought we were uh, Pochettino was right last week on Monday we were very open defensively very poor and he was right and when he came out of that and said we had, didn't play well you know, it looked like he was just playing a bit of psychology on on his own team but he wasn't he was right we were very poor defensively and we got away with it we got away with it because Lukaku is pretty awful um, and this week as, as you said Zoe um, they did to us you know, they, they caught us with a sucker punch. Um, but you're right, Jamie. I, I watched the game again this afternoon. And I, I was, look, you know, watch it with a different eye. The first time round, you, you're sitting there clawing at the, the thing, the, the sofa, watching the game and under stress. So you're not really got that keen eye. Today, I looked at a bit more of a keen eye. And whereas I could see misplaced passes, I still thought Ericsson, you know, had a pretty decent game. The one issue I... I that struck me is that in playing Mora, and, and I see Mora as a at the moment replacement for Sonny. It's a quick sort of winger or an inside forward, whatever you want to play him. But Sonny plays wide out left and is sort of playing behind. But Mora has been, we had two up front and he played in, more in front of Kane. And I'm not sure if that really worked yesterday. I can't say it didn't work at all, but it didn't work as well yesterday. Um, and, and I think it left Kane possibly a little bit. And there were a couple of t- times where the ball into the box and Mora got to it first, where I would normally have seen Kane coming on the six-yard box, coming short for it and collecting it. And, and I don't and I don't think that probably in, in retrospect worked. Um, so how we go uh, from here on, I'm not sure how he's going to play Mora. It's quite interesting because a lot of people look to the team um, when it was selected. And I thought he would play with a five again yesterday. But a lot of people said, yeah, that's a strong... Yeah, I don't mind that. And then we're very... Oh, this is on social media. And we're very critical, strangely, afterwards of the selection. Um, and, and you can't have it both ways. But I did think... And that's the first time... I, I didn't really think about the bench before the game. Miles, yeah, OK, who's on the bench? Fine. And it's only when we're behind. I then thought, you know what? I'm not sure who we've got to come on that can do, change the game. Uh, and turn it around uh, because he, he brought on uh, uh, the Swansea guy uh, Lorente um, and, and he just looked out of sorts he was still wandering around mm. like a, a, a giraffe really um, <laughs> not what I, not what that's, I wanted that's quite kind um, <laughs> I, I'd say donkey um, yeah. just for his um, lazy performances I um, it's quite funny because well, it's not funny so sorry 53 minutes we scored our first goal right and then between that point and the 69th minute, I'm stood there with, with Chris Cowlin um, and we're looking at the league table and we're debating how many we need to score to go top above Liverpool. Ah, yeah. But, yeah. And, and and I know you shouldn't do that and I know it's, you know, it's, it, 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 if you're superstitious about these things and, and, and whatnot, but um it, it that probably was an indication of how we were feeling at the time you know i didn't i honestly didn't see didn't envisage that they would get back into it yet they i didn't think first half they particularly threatened that much 
Um, they were very quick to close players down. I think I think that these um, the Watford managers got got them working on that aspect of the game. They're very hard working, very physical. But I genuinely thought, particularly once the first one brought in, I was like, right, floodgates going to open. It's going to be two nil, three nil. That's that's what I thought. Um, which is, I suppose, why I was a bit surprised when I read on social media that some of our fans um, didn't think it was that good a performance. But there you go. Half time. Um, they had one shot on target and we had no shots on target. And I think that's quite telling in itself that we, we no real penetration, I have to say. But I agree with you, Joe. I, I, second half, we got the goal, albeit with a little bit of luck. And I have to say, saying luck, I mean, at least when we sent the ball up there, we were in first to pick up the second ball. And that showed that we were on our toes at that moment. So, you know, that's, that's how you get your bit of luck because you, you, you create that bit of luck and, and they did that even though it came off it and poor old Ericsson trying to get a toe to it but I thought then I oh, were going to go on I'm sure we were going to go on until they got that free kick in the 69th minute and that was Dembele you know it's not a place you, you just know with a team like this they're very they're very big and very physical and they're going to do a lot of damage this season they are going to finish top half I've no doubt but you just know once you got a free kick there they were going to be very dangerous in the box and I did fear it as soon as you got that free kick away and I thought, oh no that's that's not what we no, don't want to be giving free kicks to this side and we are very vulnerable to that but we've what Pochettino's done here and I'm jumping a little bit but he's created a, a ball playing side and it, it can't be all things to all sides eventually you're going to meet a side that's going to say well you might want to play but with us we're not going to let you play we're going to we're going to um, make a mess of the game we're going to slow it down and, and, and stifle all that and then we'll catch you with with the big guys going up front, just as Leicester did when they won the, the title. You know, it was all waiting for that moment of really the set pieces and then just turfing us over. And that's what they're going to do. They're going to do a lot more damage. I had, I had a massive problem with the, with the way that we um, lined up that midfield, especially after the second half. Um, you could just see the, the difference with the physicality uh, between Watford players and, and, and our midfield. I mean, you know, when you bring on a guy like Isaac Success from the bench and he comes on and you've got the likes of Delhi and Musa and Christian in the midfield. And um, as brilliant as they are going forward and, and on the ball, you know, there's not that physicality there. That, that you, you never see Christian diving in for a tackle or Delhi, you know, really getting stuck in. That just, that's just not that's just not their strength. They, they choose to play a different way. And... And I think ultimately that's where we came unstuck. Yeah, yeah. Um, where we we should have brought Dyer on perhaps, but I mean that's that's only because I'm looking at it in hindsight. I mean I, I never thought at the time. I was sitting there thinking, well, we're going to bring Dyer on, bring Dyer on. He is much maligned at the moment. A lot of people are not liking Dyer, particularly he's, he's not having a good game. He's not there to have that sort of game that that's pleasing on the eye he's there as a strong lad get the ball give it to Ericsson and, and in hindsight you're right Zoe you know we needed him on um, him and Dembele then shoring up that certainly when we went 1-0 up you know you if you had a time machine you go back and that's what you do you send Dyron with with Dembele and Pats go back to a back four we missed him badly yesterday we yeah. missed Dyer badly yeah. I don't I don't understand why he didn't start I don't understand that at all in the past, when, when we've played with the back, well, two years ago, for example, when, when we played with with the back three 
quite a bit when we finished second um, uh, behind Chelsea. Um, so Dyer was Dyer then was in the back three because we didn't have Sanchez at that point. But in front of that back three, you had Wanyama, a, a defensive minded player, ball winning type mid, mid, midfielder, and you had Dembele. And actually, where we west we sort of lost out was further up the pitch where. You had Ericsson and, De- and Delhi behind Kane, and no, no room for for Son at, at, at the time when we played that when we played that formation. Um, and I think there would have been room to accommodate um, Dyer yesterday. I think a lot of fans look at it with a back three and they think, "Oh, that's a lot of defenders and and, and whatnot." And oh, we oh, we can't have a ball winning ball winning player in front of a back three. No, of course you can. Um, and and Dice, I think. Really suited to that to that to that role, particularly because he can drop drop back if if need be and, and into the into the defence. But but it, yeah, we it, we lack that bite in midfield um, without him, without Wanyama there, um, and we were left with Dembele, who on his day is superb. But I I think he's a fading force, and I think he's somebody that. Um, we need to use sparingly. He came off the bench um, against Fulham. He did a really good job. Um, he started against United, United and, and lasted the, lasted the yeah. full game. I, 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 going into this game, I thought this might be one game too many for him, and one, not being disrespectful to Watford, but one where we could perhaps put him on the bench and um, you know, play somebody else like, like Black Dyer in there, or or Winks, who's who I thought came on and. Um, looks look look good and, and certainly like like to um, bring it forward and 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 get get things f- f- flowing with with Winks. There's always that he's always got that sort of impetus that that drive to to move, move things along. And I yeah, um, Dembele. I've I've just got my doubts about him. Yeah, I mean Dyer paid the price for playing Mora up front with Kane. I mean you could have started without Mora put him on the bench and had Dyer on. And, and I'm, I suspect that Pochettino, again, if he had a time machine, would go back and say, yeah, I'll, I'll change that. Um, you know, I'll be a little more solid, I think, and, uh, you know, mass the midfield. But don't allow Watford anything. But uh, there we are. That's uh, that's the 50-50 high insight, isn't it? Well, this is going to sound a crazy thing to say, oh, but I, 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 I don't think Kay, Kane had a great World Cup. Now, that... that is crazy because he was a golden boot winner. Um, he scored six goals, and I'm not. And I, I'm, you know, I'm, I, it's difficult to argue and, and say that he had a poor World Cup. But I, I just felt that over the course of the World Cup, he wasn't at his best. And I, and I can only attribute two things to that: one, that he still hasn't returned to the sharpness that he had before his ankle injury in whatever it was March. And secondly, at the World Cup, he played with us. He played with um, a striker in Sterling, um, who also like to get in advance of Kane as 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 Mora. Now I wonder whether that's hindering his game, um, and he's better suited just to being being the main man up front, um, running the channels and with with players for supporting him. Um, conversely, you could say that perhaps if there's any truth in what I'm saying about his fitness and he's not at the moment up to the levels that we know he can be, maybe he's got, maybe Pochettino has got Mora in there for a reason because Mora can run the channels. Yeah. No, I agree. I think 
I have no issue with us playing a three at the back. I, I, that formation, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't fill me with dread. Like when you see us lined up like that. In fact, in fact, I quite like to with a three at the back. But it's like you say. Um, I, I'm not sure whether Mora would have been the one to naturally drop out. I think, I think the person that we're all in agreement whose position would be, uh, in poten- potential jeopardy of, of of moving out is is. Uh, is Dembele's now, like we were saying about how we're having to manage him properly, um, and I think what we what we lacked in that midfield, obviously with have with having having Dyer on the bench, and if we had played Dyer, there's almost a better balance to that midfield because you can have Ericsson dropping back and uh, in that Dembele role, maybe maybe not necessarily, you know, being as, as strong and, and as dynamic as, as Dembele is bringing the ball and 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 you know, gliding past people. But to put Dembele and Ericsson, who essentially, in in one sense or another, you want them to do the same job. I, I don't correlate how that could work. I, I, I don't understand it myself. I, you know, it, that the way that we've lined up and the fact that we didn't make any changes until it was really too late, that... That puzzles me, and and I very rarely come on a podcast, and I'm very rarely critical of of Pochettino and and his and his way. But I was, you know, yesterday was the first time I, I sort of sat back and thought, you know, why aren't we reacting to a situation? As soon as Isaac's success came on for Watford yesterday, you could see the change in impetus in the game. It, it completely turned on its head, and uh, you know, it's. It's frustrating more than anything else. I what I will say though is that it can be used as a positive because I think had we lost against United and beaten Watford, I think a lot of these questions would have probably been brushed under the carpet. You know, it, it's more of a shock to the system that we dispatched United in the manner that we did and then subsequently lost to Watford because it it, it forces questions to be to be raised about the performance, about the players, and hopefully. The players will put things in into place in training that, and we we shouldn't see a performance like this one happen, you know, again. We had a question from Ed Bradway. I, I think just touches upon what, what you said about about the changes. Um, who, uh, Ed says another tactical brain fart by Poch. He seemed to lack a bit of. We seem we seem to lack a bit of bite in the central midfield against a strong team. Uh, we, in the centre centre of the park, um, yeah, I think we, we all touched upon perhaps the need to have starting with Dyer um, and, and the job that he does. I, I do have to say it was good. Whilst the bench went, if you look at the the, the bench, whilst we didn't have any sort of game changes, um, and it's a good reason why we didn't have them. Both of them were unavailable. Um, Lamella and um, injured, um, and uh, Son um, at the Asian Games. It was good to have Wanyama back on the bench to see him on the bench, um, and obviously Winks, who's who's come on, come off the bench the last few games as well. So hopefully going forward, we'll have a, li- a few more options in the centre of the park. Absolutely, absolutely. I think Winks did more in ten minutes than Dubelli did in in the entire eight eight or minutes he was on the fi- on the pitch. I really do. Yeah, I think with Winks though is um, he's great for coming on when you want to shore up the game mm. is par 
passing and I'm not sure he was the lad to come on and try and change the game and win it but uh, not or not the best option should we say but yeah. you know we that they're the options I mean we've got Lorente, Walker Peters, Dyer, Wanyama, Winks and Rose um, they're really there really wasn't a great deal there to, to say, well, yes, we're more um, or Son when they, they're they both available. Um, you've got one of those to come on with a bit of pace, fresh legs that will stretch a defence, a tiring defence. And we didn't, just didn't have that yesterday. But you said, Javid, you, you and Chris were looking there at, at, at uh, whatever minute we scored, that, mm-hmm. that um, you know, we're looking at how many maybe, you know, so maybe we get another one, another two. You, you weren't seeing uh, what was cut, what was to come, and, and them coming back, and maybe uh, Pochettino was thinking the same thing, saying, "Yeah, you know, we're, we're, we're okay at the moment. I don't need to change much." Uh, it didn't look like it, it, it. It was a it was a tight game, but I just didn't see those goals sort of um, coming until we gave away the free kicks, and I could see some danger then. I think we perhaps were a tad complacent. Um, I don't just mean me and the stands and the players, but perhaps Pochettino himself, but then I, I think the the job of a manager or a good coach surely is to um, anticipate changes that are, that, Absolutely. That are made. Yeah. Um, we yeah. saw that against Juve earlier earlier this season at home when um, Allegri made some changes and, and we didn't respond to those and, 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 and were punished. Um, and that's fine. That's fine for a young coach to, to, to do that. That's going to happen. Um, I just hope we learn from those mistakes um, and I don't come I mean, back to bite us I mean, later on the season. He, he did say after, he, when they said about, well, is, this is a, the lineup you've got. I mean, what, what sort of tactics? He said, well, it's, it's not about tactics. It's not about playing five or four at the back. It's about how we play. And he's right. You know, no matter how they move around, the very idea is they, they switch around. You know, they, they, they come deep, they come long, and they keep moving the other players about. And if they're not doing that very well, they weren't, yes, they weren't allowed to particularly by Watford, then who do you change? And that was one of the problems. I think the Pochettino was... Yeah, You wouldn't have seen it if you haven't watched the recording, Javid, but mm. there were a, a couple of times I had the camera on Pochettino and he was rubbing his brow and looking down. And then he was talking to uh, Jesus Perez. And I could see the pair of them were were scratching their heads really over what to do next. They were being stifled by Watford. He knew it. And they were trying to work out a, a system to, to break it down. And, and, and of course, he never did. Can I throw a quick name out there? You're oh, gonna yeah. Think, you're going to think I'm. You're going to think I'm crazy saying this, but Musa Sissoko is nowhere near our team, was he? He wasn't even on the bench yesterday. No, I wasn't on the bench. Quite right. So, yeah. uh, you know, uh, I, I question. I question one. What has happened to suddenly make him disappear from the team? Is Potch suddenly having this realization that we've all sort of seen for the last two and a half years? How long he's been at Spurs? And also another name. I'll throw out is George Kevin in Kudu. We're paying this guy's wages. He's on our he's on our team sheet. He's on our uh, team books, and yet the guy for some reason can't seem to get a game. I thought his I thought his strength was to take the ball forward and 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 use his pace. He, the guy's by all accounts from what from what I've seen of him, he's a, he's quick he, and any any. And he seems to be um, a guy that certainly, when he was at, at Marseille, that could that could change a game, um, albeit being in the French league. But and, I, and I'm not by any stretch saying that he's the answer to the questions. But to look at the bench and to have Lorente as your only forward 
um, game-changing player. Again, it's a bit baffling to me, really, uh, you know, uh, of of, of why we're in that situation. On um, Nkundu, um, I suspect the reason why he wasn't on the bench is how little faith Pochettino has in him. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I'm just gonna agree. I agree with that. Well, totally, yeah. he's also he's also at Birdley, on loan. Is he? Yes. <laughs> no, he came back. He came back. He oh, was with us in oh, pre-season. Back? Yeah, yeah, he was with us in pre-season. He was number fourteen. Oh, oh I thought he's still. At, I thought he's still on loan at Birdley. No, no, no he's no, back he, now. Well, yeah, he came back unless unless he's gone back. Um, but uh, with Nkundu, you always strike me as having pace, but very little end product. Um, yeah. Yeah. And and the fact that he's still at the club suggests to me that a nobody else wanted him, or b <laughs> if, so, if somebody did want him, he couldn't agree personal terms. On Sissoko, um, he is having something, um, some treatment, um, so he's injured. Oh, he's um, injured. And he's posted. Um, if you get a chance later on, um, take a look. Um, he's posted something on on, on Instagram earlier on, um, and the treatment that he's having is something called cupping. Oh. <laughs> which is um if you look at the picture it's rather revolting um, oh, it, look, it looks like acupuncture but it's not it's cups heated up leg yeah i've and, seen that um, heated yeah. up yeah draws, it draws the blood to the surface yeah so um Sounds I think it, delightful it, it, he's, he, he's just he's just injured but also funny you should mention that zoe because for all the fans that criticize Sissoko and um you know if 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 we do badly and he's involved, um, then he's, he's often the scapegoat. And I'm not saying that, that the criticism of, of Soko is 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 unjustified by any means. Um, but he was nowhere near the team yesterday, so nobody can blame Soko. I have um, to. Say, I, I don't have much time for Nakudu. I just don't think he's got it. He's 23 now, and I every time I've seen him come on, he dances around, jigs around, and, and with no real penetration to a team so um, but the theory is right so you're absolutely right but, but I, I probably would have taken him yesterday on the bench uh, as to what I saw uh, as somebody who might do something but uh, as another forward I'd certainly taken him on the field in preference to uh, Lorente yeah yeah I mean like I say being plucking George Kevin and Kudo's name out of the air is, is purely for the fact that he's other than other than Lorente, he's the only other forward option that I can think of that we have at the moment. You know, we we let yeah. Josh Onuma go out on loan to Sheffield Wednesday, and you know, nobody's still sure of his best position. So it's not like he could have been on the bench and, and given us something, because I, I'm not too sure that his best position is is offensive either. So it, again, I think it leaves us with more questions than answers. That game yesterday, I think we won't know exactly the damage that it's done if we until we play Liverpool. Yeah. Go on, David. Sorry. I was just going to say. Well, I mean, I, 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 we may be sort of trying to, to read too much on one bad game. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's United. Uh, we mustn't read too much into that. That we're, suddenly we're a great team, and at the same time at Watford, we're not a disaster either. It, it's one great result at Manchester United, albeit we sort of could have been two down. And this time, right, we could have won it, but we didn't. And I'm, and I'm, I'm willing to sort of just walk on the next game and put it behind us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. My two concerns with with yesterday are the following: um, we're going to 
you're absolutely right. Earlier on, David, you said that we're, we're going to lose matches over the course of the season in the, in the league, um, and you know that's it's commonplace even for teams that win the league to um, to, to lose one, two, three. I think we lost four games um, season before last, which which was pretty good when we finished second. My concern is that. Um, Firstly, the margin. If if you want to win the league, um, in the old days, if you go back to the nineties, United were winning league titles, even the early early two thousands, and um, you could afford to lose a handful of games. Yeah, I think ever since probably the Invincibles, ever since Mourinho's first spell at at Chelsea. Um, a couple of seasons ago with Conte and and definitely last season with City the bar has been raised so much higher that there's very little room for error and we've we've got this defeat now that's fine and I'm sure Liverpool will get a defeat at some point and City further da- down in the season they'll maybe draw a few games but we can't afford to drop too many points further on in the campaign and the second issue I've got with, with it is it's fine we've, we've lost and it, hopefully it's a one-off but if we want to win league titles, if we want to win cups, even that's exactly the sort of game we can't afford to lose. Yeah. You know, particularly a cup tie, in fact, because yeah, we we could draw I don't know Watford or Burnley or whoever in the fourth round of of, of the FA Cup, and on paper you look at it and you think, oh, well, you know, we're, we're a top six, top four, whatever, top three team. Um, it's a no-brainer. We should win. Um, but if we play like that, then if we're not clinical, well, then you know we, that's it. We, yeah, we've got middle league cups. So let's see what we do then. Mm. That's true. That's, that's very true. Should we play at Milton Keynes? Um, interesting thing. Um, just, you just mentioned that um, the, the Tom Hotspur Supporters Trust put, put out a statement the other day regarding that game, um, and they said that they personally wouldn't be attending the game because yeah, because of the fact that Milton Keynes were were. You know, formed under um, certain, should we say, circumstances on the back of um, Wimbledon being bought out and, and this franchise and, and being formed and, and, and Milton Keynes and, and or MK Dons or whatever they're called um, coming in its place. Um, and I know a lot of a lot of majority of football fans across different clubs um, being uneasy about. About that, about the formation of Milton Keynes, um, but I was I was a bit surprised at, about at the trust statement. I mean, they did say that it was just their opinion, and they weren't encouraging other fans you know, necessary to to do the same. But I, I was surprised that they came out with that. Yeah, I don't think it's any of our business, really. I would stay away from that sort of um, talk, and I, I think they should. Uh, I, I mean, I. I I agree. I don't think they should hold the name Dons. They should just hand back the trophies to AFC Wimbledon. I don't think it's very fair. They won't do it. Um, but it's not. That's just my personal opinion. But uh, I certainly would not go for that reason. Um, after all, we got Delhi from them and a nice little deal. So um, thank you very much, MK. Okay, um, we had a couple more questions on, on the, around the Watford game, but I think most of these we've, we've sort of covered. Um, at WSAFC, why didn't Potch stick with the same eleven that, that beat United? We sort of touched upon that. Um, 
in terms of some of the personnel and the fact that he dropped, dropped Dyer. Um, John Stegles Potch warns the players publicly after the United game they would need to step up what went wrong. I think it was just, in, in a word, I think it was just a bit of complacency. Yeah, I agree with that completely. I was to say, Thomas Hurton made a point on the on the on the TV that the play, he said that players love to be loved, and I don't know whether you know Potch took too hard a stance, but I think you're right, Jav, in saying that the complacency was was mainly the issue. I, I think I think I think the United game sort of put a bar up to the players, and, and it was up to them to exceed it. And, and unfortunately, the performance didn't quite match the levels that we set the previous week. Yeah, I couldn't argue um, with it, a complacency argument. Uh, um, it's That's the way it looked. It may have been, it may not have been. I'm not sure, but Pochettino takes that hard. I know he does. You know, We hark back to the Newcastle game, 5-1. And, and he's never really fully recovered from that result. And, and I don't think he's going to take this result very easily either. So he's got his work. And that's what he's paid for. Um, I, I, yes, you know, that's my backing. As I say, we're going to lose uh, at least four games this season, five or six maybe. So, suck it up, move on. You, you want, you want him to be hurt by it. That's, that's the yeah. thing. You want yeah. him and the players to be hurt by it. You don't want these results to happen. Obviously, we're Spurs fans. We want to win every game. But it's like you say, David. We aren't going to win every game that we ever play and you want results like this to hurt in order to see an improvement the next game yeah. or the fo- yeah. or, you know the subsequent games that follow and and hopefully like i said earlier hopefully this would be a lesson learned rather than a dip in in form completely because i think if we allow our heads to drop and with with the disappointment of the result i think that that that's when it can go into dangerous territories of, of you know, really seeing a, a dip in form in, in lots of the players. But hopefully, like you say, it's just going to be a, a case of drawing a line under this result and moving on to Liverpool and, and righting the wrongs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, final word on Watford. Um, our own, our own um, Rebecca Braddock um, wrote in and said, um, why didn't Poch stick with the blue shirt? <laughs> He was looking rather dapper against United in that blue shirt. Oh, I didn't know. I wonder what the blue shirt was. He's wearing a blue shirt, was he? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. oh, okay. Yeah. It's his, it's his fault. It was a blue shirt then. <laughs> People were comparing him to Diego Simeone. They said he was dressed like Simeone, which to be oh. fair, he looked, he looked it, was, it was very Simeone-esque, the suit he chose. But uh, I don't know. I guess that's that. Um, it, that's that green jersey debate you remember last season Jav and you said about how um you thought all the goalkeepers seemed to perform better with the wearing a green jersey yeah yeah um I don't know you can a lot of things you can you can blame it on a lot of things and, and there are a lot of superstitions but you know sometimes you just gotta hold your hands up and say you know Watford were the better team on the day I seem to recall reading or hearing somewhere that Harry Redknapp wouldn't change his suits if 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 the team he was managing at the time was on was on a winning streak, um, and he was quite superstitious. Um, they weren't well cut suits, of course. They weren't like Mr. Potter's, you know. Um, as long as the suits were washed, I mean, I have no problem. I don't think they were. <laughs> oh, I think David Bentley washed them for him. Oh yeah, covered, covered oh. him. <laughs> Melly Redknapp. Oh no. <laughs> 
Right, um, Liverpool up next um, two weeks' time after the international break. Um, it's going to be at Wembley. It was a game that was supposed to be at the new stadium, but it's not. Um, how do you see that going, David? Uh, well, I, uh, I any podcast I've done, I've never said we'd lose. I've never said we'd lose. Uh, draw at worst, so that's just my heart, really. But this is going to be difficult. But I'm, I'm, the, the, the most I'm going to really plump for is, is a, a draw with them. I think they've got a very good side there. It is at Wembley. Uh, I do think we will respond from this uh, Watford debacle um, and give them a fair old game. But I, I, I think and I hope a draw. A, a draw would be, I, I, I'd accept a draw now. Um, it's going to be very tight. And I, but what I will say, I think it'll be a very entertaining and open game. Yeah, I agree. I think I think at this stage, after after the United result and then the Watford result, I think I think the draw is a safe bet to go for. I think, um, like you say, you, you you never you never want to doubt and 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 wish for the team to to have any sort of downward turn in form or or in in results. But you know, like you say, you can't you can't underestimate the quality of that Liverpool side, and you know. And they seem to be getting the luck, you know, in in games. Even when they've even when they've rode their luck, you know, with the with the whole Allison debacle. I don't know if you guys seen that. <laughs> but uh, even when they've managed to to have little spells in the game where they've been quite poor, they've managed to see the result out and win. And so, you know, they're much like Watford in in that respect. So it, again, it will be tricky, but I think we have we definitely have enough. On our, on our day to, to get a result against Liverpool, definitely. And Mo Salah doesn't look as as you know um, as terrifying as he was last season. He's he's not exactly hit the ground running in in that sense. But you know, it's still early days, and and I think we're all waiting to lay a marker down now. Um, Liverpool are a team that I. Under Klopp, I've all, I always feel nervous more than City, um, more than when we face City about playing them. Um, but not because of the fact they've got Salah and Mane and, and all of these players, but just the way they set up against us, the way they press us, so they, they make it very difficult for us to get out of the blocks, particularly at Anfield. Um, and, and even at White Hart Lane, um, I think we played them in Klopp, Klopp's first match. Um, so normally I'm quite conservative um, with a small C um, when it comes to, 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 to Liverpool um, games against Liverpool having said that Sun will be back maybe Lamella will be back it's going to be after the international break it's going to be September um, I still don't think we've seen the best of Harry Kane um, we do raise our game in these big matches 4-0 to us Way. <laughs> um, right. Um, Champions League draw. Um, so we got um, that was made on f- Thursday, Thursday evening, and we got Barcelona, PSV Eindhoven, and Inter Milan. Um, that's quite a tasty group. It's a wonderful group, and that's exactly. I mean, forget Watford. Now we've got the big games. That's what we, we were here for in the Champions League. We most of us, I think, wanted Barcelona in the group. That's where we want to test ourselves. You know, we did it against Real Madrid. Barca are not in the best 
place that I've ever seen them. Um, I think we'll give them a hell of a game. And of course, then we get the profile around the world again, which is again what we, we really need. Put Spurs far more on the map. And, and the world will be watching. If we can give them a game again and into Milan, a, a big game. Into Milan, well, I don't think Inter Milan we fancy facing us. Uh, um, I think it'll be great nights. Can't wait. Great nights. Yeah, I, I can't wait for the for the Champions League to start again. And I think I, I was on the last pod with you, Jav, and we were sort of saying like which teams would you want to face. And I'm, I'm quite pleased that we haven't got any team that we've faced in the recent couple of seasons we've been in the the Champions League it's nice to have a, a fresh uh new test for us and and um I think Barcelona they did a poll on their Twitter account about how uh, which opponent they thought was the most dangerous and and we we won that quite comfortably so so teams around the world they they are starting to sit up and take notice about Spurs and and what we can do on the big stage um but yeah, it's exciting, and I, I'm, all, I'm all for um, not being negative about it, not not dreading having big teams in your in your group. You know, we we saw exactly what happened two years ago when we drew. Not, I would never disrespect another team, and they're not saying not big teams, but you know that not none of the big guns were in the group that we were in and we ended up falling on our sword and 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 really not covering ourselves in glory and then last year you know i always say that if we are looked upon as as favorites we tend to we tend to crumble a little bit and so we can only meet expectations or exceed them and then if there's zero expectation for us in this group then i'm all for exceeding it i really am yeah, I mean, look, the last thing we we want is to be playing. So we had we had young boys, for example, in 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 the draw, and you know, credit to them that that, that they've qualified. Credit to any team that, that that's qualified, but no disrespect to them. And I know we, we played them a few years ago in a, in a pre-qualification or qualification game, um, but I don't want to be playing teams like young boys. Um, if we're going to play that sort of, that's fine when when we're in the Europa Cup. But you're in the Champions League and and now, and I want to, I want, I want Spurs to be playing the creme de la creme, de la creme um, of, of, of European football. And if that means that we go to Barcelona and we don't win and they thrash us, which I, I really hope doesn't doesn't happen, the thrashing <laughs> that that is, then fine. That's that's all part of the course. That's part of the part of the learning curve. Um, um, Last season we had Real and, and and Dortmund and on paper they were they were big tests and, and and we overcame them and you know being at the Champions League is is coming against coming head to head against these top sides and and pitting your wits against them both in terms of us as a club manager Pochettino the players it's, it's a showcase for them to perform um, and where better to do it for example in somewhere like like the new new camp. Um, Great away to, day as well. Great away yeah. day. And it has to be said though that I mean, Inter were in pot four, and I suppose they're in pot four for a reason. They're not the fourth they once were, but they're still a big draw on paper. That you know, Inter Milan, that, that the name carries a lot of weight. So PSV Eindhoven also big big club. Um, so it, it's a good draw. Um, I'm I'm happy with it, and I think if we're going to come out of the group. Um, I suspect the results against PSV and Inter will it will come down to to, to 
to how we fare in those games. Um, anything that we may or may not get or may get against Barcelona will, will, will be a bonus, but it's going to come down to those two matches, I suspect. Uh, right, um, let's just finish off with a couple of questions. Um, Conor Manetto, we took a gamble letting Sonny leave. Um, we could have dropped points without him. He could have picked up an injury or both of the above, and they lose. Seems that we have not yet suffered any of those negatives, and he avoids the service. Um, this question was written before, by the way, the, the Watford, Watford game. Um, was this a no-brainer for Spurs, or a wonderful get gamble that paid div dividends? Hindsight is twenty twenty. I think this was a huge risk that has paid off handsomely. Well, yes, I answered that earlier. I said exactly that. I think it is a gamble that paid off really nicely, if you want to call it a gamble. I know there was a big gamble. Um, you know, the demise of one, if you like, uh, Son not, not in there, has given Moore a, a great opportunity. So it's, it's it's actually shown what he can do. And he's had a couple of great games and yesterday didn't quite work for us. But uh, yeah, I think you'll find a very uh, uh, loyal Sonny from here on in as well. So yeah, a, a great, great decision. I was watching the game on, uh, on YouTube. They were streaming on YouTube for everyone to see. And um, when because it was it was a pretty tense game all in all the the actual south korea japan game and uh i'm not i'm not hugely into the international football you know scene like as i used to be when i was younger but um that game was really 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 tense and i thought you know if, if england ever got to a world cup final i don't think i could cope because i couldn't cope with south korea playing and knowing that sonny's military service was on the line and once um once they'd scored in extra time i i i put a tweet out but i, I genuinely i cheered it like england had won the world cup i genuinely did and i and you know because I, I was so happy for sonny and then Lo and behold, they scored. They scored again, and then and then Japan got a, a, a real late going, and it really put the game on edge. I thought, oh no, please, please do not do not do this to me. I've, you know, you get to the two 0 and you you're fairly confident that they can South Korea can see it through now, and that means that Sonny's not got military service. And then Japan scored, and my, honestly, my nails were being bitten down to the to there was not hardly any left, and I'm not South Korean in any way, <laughs> but. Gosh, it was just, it was tense as anything. But it, it, it was a gamble to Spurs to let him go. But I think had they not let him go, you know, he, he there, there would be nothing. that he, he can't make any impact in his own fate, if, if you know what I'm trying to say. He had to go there. He's the, he's the captain of his of his country. And, and, you know, there was a chance that he was going to win the competition to absolve himself of military service. And it, it just so happened that he did. And all the better for him. He was a standout player as well. He had to uh, assist to assist some. Yeah, ones. he was excellent. He he looked he looked a, a a level above the rest. He really did. That was good news. Okay, final question. Um, so Sam Diggins says um, you're having a dinner party and can invite three guests. One must be a current Spurs player, one must be a retired player, and one must be a. Spurs manager deceased or alive? Okay, um, I'll I'll get the ball rolling. So um, I'd have Musa Sissoko, Tim Sherwood as a manager. Um, no, um, I'd have <laughs> current current Spurs player. Um, I struggled I struggled with this one. Um, I suppose I'd, ha I'd have to have Harry Kane um, 
but I, I don't know if it'd be good, very good conversation. It just doesn't strike me as. Um, but I'd, I'd, okay, I'd go for Kane. He'd, he'd be my current player. Um, retired Spurs player, I'd go for Jurgen Klinsmann because um, he's one of my favourite ex-Spurs players, and and I think he just oozes class. And um, it was great watching him um, at the World Cup, um, part of the BBC's um, uh, not commentary uh, pundit, but one of the pundits towards the, towards the latter stage tournament talks a lot of sense um i've got a lot of time for him and one spurs manager deceased or deceased or alive i would temptation is to go for 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 bill bill nick but i would i'd I'd have to go for pochettino yeah yeah far away zoe okay uh, see i I had a look for this question and again i think i think harry kane's the obvious choice for the the current squad um so I don't know whether to say him or whether to make it slightly different and go for Deli Ali because I need to know how to do those little hand gestures. And I think having him over for for dinner, I could ask him to sort of teach me how to do it because I've got I've got the first one down <laughs> with the with the thing over the eye, but the, this new one with the two hands that he's he's put out on social media, I haven't got a Scooby Doo how to do that. So I'm going to say Deli for the current squad. Um, I will say for the retired player, a hundred percent. Without a shadow of a doubt, the first person I thought of was Ledley King, um, just because he is the the guy. I suppose I'm of the generation where I, I I've watched him um, in a Spurs shirt from you know, and he, he's been my favourite player that I've seen. Uh, I mean, dis- discarding like the likes of Jermaine Defoe, who, who are still technically playing. But um, I would say Ledley King, and for the manager, I would go for Pochettino, and I'd have a glass of wine with him, like Levy did. <laughs> uh, right. Well, I would go for the Hugo Lloris. There'll be a good chat. World Cup um, for the present player. Uh, for my past player, Ozzy Osvaldis, and we can talk about winning the World Cup. <laughs> 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 And then Harry Redknapp, because he'd go and get the cotton chips from the local chippy. <laughs> in that same suit? Yes, in the same suit. <laughs> Making a phone call from the old bus. With a, a, a dozen chicken and chips and a dozen cotton chips. Make it quick, please. We're driving home. <laughs> Would they, you... don't, they don't do a drive through fish and chips, do they? With one in the old window? <laughs> <laughs> he <laughs> <laughs> a good laugh Harry Redknapp at a dinner party yeah. and so, would you yeah, would, would you arrange for suitable trans, um, transportation for, for Hugo after the dinner party ah yes uh, yeah, <laughs> yes certainly oh, I'd have a, a, a yes a, a, a chauffeur driven limousine for him I'd, I'd, I'd imagine as a responsible adult you'd, you'd make sure that he got home safely and, and soundly um, right he's, he's in good hands there um Right, the next podcast we shall be because there's something called an international break. Unfortunately, um, the next podcast will be recorded um, in a fortnight on Sunday, the sixteenth of September, um, and I hope to have um, a Spurs employee on the show then. So Daniel Wine, um, Tottenham commentator, um, I hope to have on the podcast in a couple of weeks' time. Um, until then, thank you, David. 
Oh, thank you very much. Thank you, Zoe. Thanks, guys. And until next time, the future's bright, the future's lily white. Good night. Come on, Tottenham, stick it in the goal. Come on, Tottenham, the base are bloody slow. You are the first team, the last team my dreams have ever seen. Put on that lily white and run on to that green. White Hart Lane has seen its pain, it's had its load of nights We fought our team through thick and thin and all those glory nights And when the game is done we'll sing a song and talk it out all night Hey, Come on Tottenham, stick it in the goal Come on Tottenham, don't be so bloody slow You are the first team, the last team, my dreams have ever seen Pull on that lily white and run on to that green Oh, we've seen them come, we've seen them go, the names up on our shirt have failed as men are hailed and faces in the dirt. Now gather round and sing it out, and we'll talk out over her.